The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for taking some time uh, this morning, uh, hanging out with us. My name is Steve Tiber, and uh, I am hanging out with one of my most dearest friends. I get to do this with a buddy of mine, Mike Fiella. <laughs> Mike, uh, you know, we, we actually pulled in the parking lot at the same time, and i tell you what. First of all, thanks for not hitting my car. I appreciate that. Well, yeah, you were behind me getting <laughs> a little too close, I think. In <laughs> no, number two, it was so good to hug you this morning. How are yeah, you? I'm doing good. You know, I was just with my daughter the other day, and, uh, and she said, uh, how did you, you and Steve ever connect? And I oh. went back to the days when I said, you know, you remember that he was a your, your youth pastor. That's uh, right. And uh, you know, back in the nineties. Yeah. And I said, she's grown in the Lord. Just really a lot, a lot to do with your input. But oh, uh, yeah, we go back a good number of years. Man. I love seeing you this morning. Do. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Busy it's been, week. It has been an easy, uh, busy week. You know, I was down in Ohio for most of the week. And if you just join us for the first time. Eight Days of Hope is a ministry that travels the country the last 18 years, and it serves families in need after natural disasters. About $75 million of work has been donated by the volunteer base, Mike. And I think yeah. the latest number is about 9,500 families have had their homes rebuilt oh, by less skilled and skilled and professionals that come together as the body of Christ. And of course, our new arm, or one of our newer arms, uh, we're building a campus right now in Ohio for children okay. who've been rescued yeah. from sex trafficking. Mm. Uh, it is an amazing $7.5 million project. And so, Mike, this week, uh-huh. I was down in Ohio, had a chance to go to Safe Harbor four different times in two different on two different days. Wow. And, of course, then we had the big concert on Wednesday with yes. We Are Messengers, Cochran & Company, and our friend, friend Ben Fuller. What uh-huh. an amazing week, though. Oh, man. that I am I am so excited that when they get the, up to Buffalo to see them yes. and to, uh, you know, just kind of rock and roll yeah. with them. And, uh, Next week. How did, how did it go? Is it, uh... Well, first of all, let's talk a little bit about Safe Harbor. Okay. I'm just so blown away. You know, today is the fifth two-week blitz. Today's day number one. And so for two weeks at a time, skilled volunteers from around the country who have gone through a background check come, Mike, and they serve. And okay. I think the thing that just blows my mind, I was walking the, 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 the complex, the campus mm-hmm. with Ben Fuller. So Ben was there, Dale, our videographer, was there, Melissa Brown, the founder, was there. And when Ben walked into the chapel, he just started singing. You know, he was so, I saw him and Melissa probably three different times. All three of us were just in tears, Mm. just blown away that this campus, this $7.5 million campus, is being built for free all in the name of Jesus. I mean, the power of, of God moving through his people. Sure. Every time you step on that campus, Mike, it's wow, wow. And I know you're going next yeah. month. Yeah. Mike, I'm telling you, y- you will leave that campus changed. It's it's beautiful. It's it's rolling hills. It, it's amazing. And, mm. and again, the volunteers are back there today. I got my hair standing up in my arms, just the way you described it. I could hear, as you said that, Ben's voice singing and worshiping as you walked into that uh, part of the building there and, and, and the church, the sanctuary, you call it. And it's just, it, it's amazing what in the future 
is going to change lives with as a result of this. Amen. And generations. And that's, you know, I was talking to Darren Mulligan, who's the lead singer of We Are Messengers. And again, he'll be in Buffalo with Cochran and Company and Ben Fuller just, what, in four or five days. There are a couple tickets left. If you live in Western New York, Pennsylvania, Southern Ontario, um, you can actually buy a ticket and check this out, Mike. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not many left, but uh, if you use the discount code HOPE, H-O-P-E, uh, we've had a donor say, hey, we want to get as many people there as possible. Actually, $10 off every ticket. 10 Yes. Beautiful. Now, we, we already have about 1,500, 1,600 people coming, but we do have a couple good seats left. And mm-hmm. again, you go to wearemessengersmusic.com or benfullerofficial.com or kingdombound.org, one of our partners in WDCX up here in upstate New York. Uh, just put the word hope uh, and you'll get $10 off. And all those proceeds go to Safe Harbor. And that was amazing. So if you're listening again for the first time or maybe you've listened and it's been a while, we put on a concert in Dover, Ohio, and every dollar of every ticket was redirected to Safe Harbor. So Michael Cochran, Ben Fuller, we are messengers. Just love those guys. they got a big heart. They were blown away when they saw, you know, when they were on the campus or saw videos of the campus while they were in town. And the concert was amazing, Mike. It was packed. I imagine. I, I mean, I this church, yeah. New Point, one of our, our national partners, and actually we're going to have um, the uh, the lead pastor uh, on our show next week, Dwight okay. Mason. Yeah. But, Mike, this church is like in the middle of nowhere in Amish country. I mean, really? a beautiful part of Ohio. That place was packed. Mm. And talk about fun. My knee's still hurting. We were dancing so much. You know, at the end, he he plays, they have a new song coming out. And I don't want to steal the thunder for people coming here in Buffalo, but um, just people just jumping up and down and giving God the glory. And it was an amazing night. Amazing night. So let me ask you an off the wall question here. So you have a new career started. Back in Buffalo, you sang with. Ben Fuller. <laughs> yeah, and now I you're did. dancing with Ben Fuller. Okay. No, actually, I was dancing with Darren Mulligan. <laughs> oh, okay. And so, you know, he's on stage and it's the last song. And, and all of a sudden, I hear, look at my man, Steve Tiber, the old white man who can't <laughs> dance at all. He didn't realize, like, my knee, like, it was, you know, I've, I've got some issues going on with my knee. And I'm like, man, don't call me out in front of 1,400 people. That old white man down there trying to dance. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, come on, Darren. But oh, you know, I man. had a chance to MC it. Melissa had a chance to share her heart. Uh, on that night alone, um, I think right around seventy thousand dollars was raised. Oh, for come on, praise the Lord! Yeah, that's so, uh, seventy thousand yeah, dollars. That, that's great. Wow, I know. So this campus, Mike, is really coming along, and we will be in Ohio for the next two weeks, and then again next month for two weeks. Okay, we'll take January and February off because uh, to do construction work in the middle of, of, a, of a wind tunnel in Ohio, probably is not the place <laughs> not to be. The, not the our right southern friends, do. you know, actually I was there the other day and one of our missionaries, they were out looking to buy coats. They're like, Steve, we knew it'd be cold. I'm like, wait a minute, you didn't bring a coat? Yeah, we brought a coat. It was like a little pretty boy coat. I'm like, pretty dude, boy coat. You, you, you need to have a real coat. I mean, you know, with like goat skin and, you know, blazer. bear fur and, you know, all that stuff. Oh uh, but yeah, the campus looks great. Uh, I know that they're going to be working on the school. This campus, Mike, you know, it blows my mind. And sometimes I take it for granted. But Ben Fuller and, you know, Darren, we were talking about it. They're like, think about it, Steve. These girls who are going to be rescued from trafficking, they're going to come here and they're going to get counseling for free. Mm. They're going to get all their medical care for free. For free. Yeah. They're going to live for free. They're going to eat for free. They're going to see Jesus Christ through these Mm. staff members and volunteers, the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need 
for free, and we get to be a part of it. Oh, wow. Now, you got a chance to hang with Melissa a little bit, and she's got to be just oh. out of her out of her skin excited, you know, type yeah, of thing. Because, you know, she, she believed God for this when it was all, all odds were against it. You know, Mike, this is our 13th ministry we've partnered with around the country. And again, eight days of hope. We travel the country and we serve the brokenhearted. We have a rapid response and rebuilding arm for our d- disasters. We just launched a mass feeding arm that brings and can make, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 meals in a week to provide hope through a local church to those who are hungry after mm-hmm. disaster. But this this safe house arm, Mike, is, um, boy, it, it's something yeah. else. We, You know, it's it's... You, and you can see phase one will be done at the end of the first quarter. And phase one is fully funded, Mike. That was like $4.5 million. Okay, that was even my question. How are we doing with, yeah. the, with the funding? But <laughs> we're raising money now for phase two that we're going to start in the spring, and that's about $3 million. And so okay. if you want to give today or become a monthly partner, we can't do what we do. We, you know, we were in Florida, in Perry, Florida, with Hurricane Idalia. We're, we're going back to Maui in December with more resources to partner with churches help out the families with the fires that, you know, just a couple months ago. But when you give to Eight Days of Hope, just know that those dollars will be used to help those in need. And so you can give online at eightdaysofhope.com. You can become a monthly donor. Monthly donors are so important, Mike, because month in and month out, it's not just that $25 or $50 Mm -hmm. check that you get, but you know they got people praying for you. Yeah. That's it. And that's, that's so it. important, man. Because what we do sometimes, I have to yeah. admit, I'm, I'm dragging a little bit today. Okay. You know, just because, you know, we since Monday we've been going nonstop, and yet mm. my heart's so full because oh, yeah. people are praying for the ministry. They're praying for Safe Harbor. They're praying mm. for Eight Days of Hope. We've got training coming up in the Northeast this week for our mass feeding arm. Excited about that. We have the concert. And, of course, then we have a, a weekend of hope coming uh, in December down in Tupelo. So a lot going on, but man, so much good. You better get some rest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. But you know, we got to remind the folks so that when we go on these events and we do these, these, these outreaches, it's all for free. The, you, yeah. We just serve people. And Amen. because, because you're donating listener and you're donating churches, you're sponsoring, uh, we can go do this for free. You know, our mass feeding, our mic was in Perry, Florida. That was our first time we ever deployed that new arm. And they made almost 10,000 meals. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, 10,000 meals. And you know the cost of food. You know, I, yeah. I was traveling back. Emma went with me this week, my youngest daughter. Oh, great. And we just, I'm not going to tell you the, 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 the brand that we stopped at, but we stopped and got lunch and, and looked down. It was like, you know, $39. I mean, for like just <laughs> wow. two of us. And it was something simple. And I thought, so food's expensive. But again, our donors continue to, to sow into the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. You can give online. You can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208. Tupelo, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, M-S. Don't try to spell it. P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. And, um, man, we would appreciate it. Thank you so much. Today, Mike, Donna Shea is going to be our first guest. Yes. She is an executive assistant to Chandler Gurley. And she is the person that's not only overseeing both of these concerts, Mm -hmm. one that's done, one that's Wednesday at the chapel, Again, tickets are wearemessengersmusic.com. Put the word hope in. You get $10 off your ticket. But she's also overseen Weekend of Hope, which is happening in Tupelo in December. That's our first gala event on Friday night. We've got a concert with Ben Fuller on Saturday that's free and open to those that want to come. You just got to go online and reserve your tickets. And then that uh, that day, we have an open house at our headquarters with Touch a Truck and and, and we're going to feed people and give tours and going to give everyone that shows up a nice gift. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Touch a truck. Yeah. 
I know you got a truck and you touch it every day. But, Mike, no, check this out. When you get these 8 and 10 and 11-year-old kids and you okay. put them in a bobcat. Okay, you're you right. You put them yes. in a bucket truck and take them up in the oh, air at yes. 30 feet. They think they're at the fair, right? They're at Six Flags going up. Sure. That, no, yeah. I get it. I, I get you know, it. I just, so for those little kids, it's impressionable. I just thought of a... Maybe seven year old person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta touch the truck to hold myself up. How many? Oh my! Just kidding. I tell you, when we leave today, Mike, I'm gonna touch your truck just so I can, <laughs> just so I can get ready for the big day on December second. Yeah, December first, second, third. We're gonna talk to Donna Shea a little bit about that, and then in the last half hour, uh, we've got a, a guest, Dustin Sullivan. He's our rapid response uh, director, and he'll be talking a little bit about uh, he, myself, and Rat. Richard Anthony Torres, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our equipment guy. We're going to back to Maui in December, right before wow. Christmas. Wow. And we are going to work with some churches to love on these families that lost everything mm-hmm. to the fires. So, you know, again, if um, if you're interested in what, what we're doing with Maui, hang out. That's going to be the second half hour. So glad that, that this that's coming, that subject's coming out of the show. I mean, we haven't heard anything. And I'm sure these folks oh. are just desperate, desperate, desperate in need of help still. You know, the news cycle is short these days, Mike. And, and I get it with what's going on over in Israel. Of course, we were, were praying for, for all those affected by everything going on in the Mideast. And sure. of course, you know, we've got an election and you got, you know, you got trials and you got politics and you got you know, challenges right here in America and maybe in your own community. But here's the good news. God still sits on the throne. Oh, yes. Come on. He hasn't Come changed. <laughs> and and he, he's not surprised with what's going on today. Same and yesterday, called, today, and tomorrow. Amen. Yeah, right. He has called you and I and all the saints to be a glimpse of hope, regardless if it's with eight days of hope or another ministry. And so don't forget that because mm. it's easy to get down. I tell you, I watch the news. I try to watch the news. I watch multiple news channels for about 15 minutes just so I can kind of understand what's sure. being chirped out in the world. Right. Do you remember when news was just news? It was the facts. Remember Walter right. Cronkite? Oh, yes. You're old like me, right? Now, <laughs> Good this, old Walter. Okay. I'm not saying he was the best, but he just shared facts and then you right. decided where you... Today, when you watch the news, Mike, no matter mm. if it's on the extreme left, the extreme right, in the middle, anywhere, everyone's got their opinion. Absolutely. What's yeah. up with that? Whatever well, happened just sharing the news? Yeah, yeah just simple honest reporting Amen. You know, to, anyway but people go. they see the news and they get down and out i mean come on well, yeah I, just you know, <laughs> god still he's still here he, he his son the holy spirit is still walking with us every single day well i like what you just said and we did that this this past week i got got home after days of uh, work and and there was the news and all this stuff and i said honey why don't why don't we do what Steve does? Just take get a little sample and let's just turn it off. So we turned it off for an hour mm. and just talked and just did you know something. Even sat and read read a little bit of a book or something. Love that. And it just felt so peaceful. Like get that off yeah. our back for a while. Sure. Stay in tune, but you yep. know don't overdo it. There's a balance there. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Donna Shea. She's a staff member with Eight Days of Hope, and you're going to hear a little bit about her story this week. She oversaw the concert in Ohio, Mike. She did an amazing job. I'm sure she. When did. she left the um, the uh, the church at one in the morning, something happened. Mm. Oh gosh, golly! Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're going to talk to you in a minute. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. 
we can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, Eight Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Been a long time running down a dead end road Looking for that something that could fill my soul Never found what I was searching for It's been a long time running from a messed up past But you can't go forward when you're looking back But I ain't looking back and company running home and Mike I heard that song this past week in Dover Ohio and on Wednesday now Mike I know that you and Doris and maybe some of your family members will be sure. at the chapel yeah upstate New York in Buffalo we are messengers Cochran and company and Ben Fuller will be in concert all the proceeds benefiting a campus being built for children rescued from sex trafficking and um, Cochran will be singing that song that was my first time meeting Michael Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm you know, pretty good friends with Darren, very good friends with Ben Fuller and you know Darren Mulligan from We Are Messengers. But uh, Michael came to Kingdom Bound, a Christian music festival in New York a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as he said, he had a 15-minute set. And I said, well, I think 15. I remember you. He goes, well, you know, I was a, you know how they have A, B, C, and D artists? He goes, I was a, I was a G artist. I just came in, <laughs> and then I was gone. <laughs> and then 15 minutes later. Yeah. You know. No, I'll tell you what, though. He's got a couple hits. He's got a song right now called Parking Lot uh, that's a lot of fun as well. Okay. He got saved in a parking lot. Really? And he wrote about it. And he's going to talk about that. At the, he will. At the Wednesday Buffalo. night. Oh, I'm yes, looking forward to it. Yes, get your tickets today. Yes. Um, the leader for Eight Days of Hope that really was instrumental in pulling off the concert this past week and will be instrumental in upstate New York this next week. She's on staff. Her name is Donna Shea. Donna, welcome to Hope Reigns. How are you today? Good morning. I am doing great. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> Good morning, Donna. Good to hear your voice. All right. So, Donna, let's just get it out of the way. So, Mike, oh, well. we're, we're, we're at the concert. 
you know, Donna, mm. the buck stops with Donna. Now, you know, Steve, you know, I, I, I you know, Kingdom Mount, I, I worked the front, of, you know, main right. stage. And so a lot of experience. This was Donna's first concert. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she hit it out of the park. Home run. Oh, I, I mean, like to yeah. the moon and back. Wow. And, and someone, you. yeah, and someone even asked me, Donna Russo from Kingdom Mount asked me, I said, how did it go? What, you know, how'd you, I go, Donna, you would have thought that Donna and, and the team there had done this 50 times. Um, however, the night did not end up on a good note, Mike, because she leaves the church at one in the morning. Oh my. She literally drives like 438 feet. Oh no. And all of a sudden she sees the biggest buck in Ohio in the middle of the road <laughs> and bam. So Donna, first of all, how you feeling? I am feeling, I am feeling fine. I didn't get hurt at all. Praise you God. know, God was good. It could have been a lot worse, but. My car's not feeling so well, but oh, boy. Uh, so, he was the biggest buck, and I didn't even have to shoot him to get him, you know? Oh, gosh. I was going to say, Donald, it's a different way to do some hunting. Yeah, but, I'm telling you. But you couldn't help that, Oh, my gosh. And so you, you drove your car from Tupelo, Mississippi to Dover, Ohio, and you were planning to bring it to Buffalo, New York, uh, but now I guess yeah. you got a rental car, or, or did you get a bike? Well, I don't know if you got a bike with a basket. or <laughs> Probably too cold for that. An electric bike. Amen. <laughs> Let's just talk briefly about the concert. Boy, that was a fun night, wasn't it? Yes, it was just amazing. Over 1,400 people to walk in the back of the auditorium and just stand there and look at everyone worshiping mm. and praising the Lord in a packed house. Um, and of course, you know, the funds that we raised, it was what a great evening. You know, Mike, um, Darren, you know, th- that was their 28th or 29th show. They've got about, I don't know, 15, 18 left. He said that was the most heavily attended show of oh, the really? tour. And I said, well, that's great, but check this out. Next Wednesday, up at the chapel in Buffalo, New York, uh, the crowd's going to be even bigger. And, and <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if they yeah. feed off it or what, but the energy level oh, of man. all three, and I think part of it was the safe harbor thing, Donna. They know why they were there. And they, they, they like Darren says, we just don't want to come and do a layup. We wanted to bring the best because God wants us to do our best. But knowing what the people spent their money on, we just wanted to go above and beyond. And they did. Hmm. Yes, they did. It was just, it was amazing. And the, the, um, range of the age of people that were there was just amazing. <laughs> Generous people. There was youth groups there, young adults, older folks. Um, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was a good time. So Donna, what were some of your responsibility and, and efforts to get this, um, hmm, put good, together that well? Yeah, what, good what was your responsibility with that? Or how, how'd you get this done? <laughs> Uh, well, prior to the concert, you know, there's all kinds of, um, you know, contracts and writers with uh, things that we need to get done and put in place before they show up. And we always work through the church, of course, and New Point Dover was just amazing at um, we have conference calls and how we're going to who's responsible for what park gathering volunteers, ticketing, line control, which is important when it's freezing cold out, trying to make it the best experience. And we just, we communicate, um, sometimes long distance. We were able to come up here for a little bit and do that. And a lot of great servants of the Lord. Mm. There were many volunteers that were instrumental in getting this done and, and making it run smoothly. And, and you know, Mike, you, again, you know my personality, right? We, we want to try to do things in excellence, not mm-hmm. perfection. That's not who we are. But every time, like, I thought maybe there was something that was maybe an oversight or maybe miscommunication or... 
uh, I would do. I would go to Donna and say, "Okay, Donna, now the donation tables. What's the plan?" And she'd turn around and say, "There they are, right there, Steve. We're doing an intermission. <laughs> We've got a sign. We have people. They'll be there with the square. Relax. You know, go yeah. take a break. Go have another cookie. You know." <laughs> but she was gracious with me because you know, again, like she said, it was cold out. There were people outside. We want to get them inside. And but boy, yeah. what a great night! A lot of fun. Monies were raised for Safe Harbor. Uh, the campus being built for children rescued from trafficking. And again, another uh, great night in store a couple days from now. But Donna, today we want to talk about Weekend of Hope. Tell the listeners about Weekend of Hope. Uh, we are very excited about our our Weekend of Hope coming up just to celebrate the weekend's focus on awareness in the local community of Tupelo and celebrating all that God's done in 2023 through eight days of hope. Um, we start the weekend with uh, Celebration of Hope event, that is a ticketed event, a private event. And then Saturday, we have an open house at the headquarters, um, which we will have um, all of our trailers on display, all of our equipment. You'll get to, it's open to the public, come see our facility, get to take a look at our tool trailers, our shower trailers, laundry trailers, our mass feeding unit, um, see our heavy equipment, you know, bring their kids, they can touch all the trucks and the, the equipment that's there, climb through it, and, you know, get to see how we deploy, get to get more information and a close-up and personal look at, at what we do. We'll be having a free lunch on Saturday as well at the open house. Mike, um, and then Mike, ending the day. Hey, Donna, you said free lunch. Mike just like, you, I'm t- people <laughs> think I'm kidding. I'm in. But when he sees free lunch, when he hears the word free, he, he just like perks up like, you know, like a, you know, a bird dog, right? You know, he's like, oh. Well, Go if you ahead. see my notes here, I put every time I heard the word free, I said, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep going. I'm sorry, Donna. So a free lunch. Go oh, ahead. That's okay. Um, and then on um, Saturday evening, we will have uh, Ben Fuller will be in town. Yes. Um, and we'll have a concert uh, with Ben Fuller at First Baptist Church in Tupelo at 7 p.m. And you can um, register for that online. We just want to make sure we have enough seats for everyone. So, so, so anyone who wants yeah. to come, if they would do that. So you're great. saying no charge, a free concert. No we're charge. Gonna, we're going to share with 800 people a little bit more about the ministry. Ben's going to share his testimony, his heart. Free concert. Go online at 8dayshope.com. And, reg- and you can actually register right now. And again, yeah. another free free time with uh, with eight days of hope so what's for lunch <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was that, that that was earlier in the day at the touch a truck event Mike. oh that's right remember the touch a truck? Earlier, yeah, yeah, that's right yeah. hot dogs hamburgers we're going to cook out um it's going to be just a really joyous event a fun oh. event and then and free mike so she <laughs> even said your name mike and free mike <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love oh, yes. it. Uh, you're going to get a reputation, Mike. <laughs> oh, so, well. no, no, I, I'm always sitting some of the, the, the personal questions here. You just moved to Tupelo recently. <laughs> how are you How are you getting settled? And I know you're doing an excellent job, a lot of responsibility, but you getting settled there okay? I am. I love the community, and I'm um, getting plugged in at church, you know, when I'm home and attending. And again, our, our eight days of hope family is so large in that area. So I have a lot of community there um, and just, you know, starting to get involved and, and I am all settled in. I love it. Donna Shea is our guest today. She serves as an assistant to Chandler Gurley and she's been tasked, you know, she's very good, Mike, at bringing people together and mm-hmm. she stays calm. You know, I do think I know her well enough. Know when I know that things might be getting a little bit unique, right? Because sometimes when we do what we do, the sure. you know, th- 
you know, you're dealing with people. And, and when you deal in the ministry world with people, people are dealing with us. And That's they right. can be stressed out the way we're handling something, right? right. She doesn't get stressed. She's, she seems so calm and cool. Mm-hmm. But she is smart. She's oh. always thinking and trying to come up with solutions. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, you, you were the front of the line when they gave out those brains there. So. <laughs> Fantastic. I think Mike was in the middle. I think I was near the end, but that's okay. I, you know, God gave me some other gifts. But. Oh. Don't let him fool you. He has a lot of gifts. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, Don, you just always seem uh, so calm when I first really got a chance to hang with you a little bit in the, in the Buffalo event. Um, yeah. I, I walked out, so sometimes I think, wow, that responsi- that much responsibility, and you're new at it, yeah. and you're just calm, cool, and collective. So praise God. So Weekend of Hope, Friday night, a gala event, and it's uh, by invite. It's really just an event more than to raise money, more just to share all the wonderful things that God has allowed us to be a part of the last 18 years. Saturday, December 2nd in Northeast Mississippi. If you've never gone to Mississippi and you live in Arkansas or Tennessee, you know, American Family Radio is based there. A lot of people, Mike, will do a tour there and then they'll come to our headquarters. And actually Saturday, December 2nd, a lot of our friends from AFR will be at the open house from 11 to 2 Central Time. We'll be doing tours, a touch a truck, Bring your kids or grandkids. They can get in a bobcat and handle some heavy equipment uh, with supervision, of course. Mike's looking like, what? <laughs> Do we have insurance for that, Steve? Yeah, um, get, get, to, get to see our laundry trailers, our shower trailers, our mass feeding equipment. Mm-hmm. The equipment we just bought, Mike, that can make thousands and thousands and thousands of meals in just a couple hours. That will be on display. We're going to give you free lunch. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have probably some gifts that we're going to give away. And then that night... Saturday, December 2nd, Ben Fuller is going to be hanging out with us uh, for a full band experience, free concert. We're going to be sharing a little bit more about the Ministry of Eight Days Hope. And Melissa Brown, the founder of of Safe Harbor, Harbor. she's going to come down and join us as well. Yeah, we want her to be down there. Give her some time to to share about the Safe Harbor and the ministry and everything. That's great. I think she just wants to leave the cold, and she's hoping that... (laughs) <laughs> Tupelo no, will be I think a little bit warmer than Dover. Touch Dover. A truck, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Free lunch. Here we go. <laughs> Free lunch. Great event, though. It's it's what what an awesome yeah. to open the doors and let the uh, everybody, the public, and everybody see what's going on. It's it's gonna be fun. Any last comments, Donna, before we let you go about the weekend? Uh, no, just that Sunday morning we are going to round out um, with Ben Fuller leading worship at First Baptist Tupelo. Oh, good. Anyone who wants to join in there and. Round out the weekend with some worship and a good word. Oh, I love it. I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Yeah, we love our friends down there. Donna Shea, she is the assistant to uh, to Chandler Gurley and uh, pretty much, you know, which I said Chandler the other day, I go, how's Donna doing? She goes, <laughs> you tell her to do something, it's not only, you not only know it gets done, but it's done in excellence. That's right. And that helped, you know, Chandler being the director of operations, she's sure. got a lot of balls in the air sometimes juggling. Sure, and, absolutely. Uh, but Donna, we are going to be praying that your truck gets fixed, that financially it's not a, a big hit for you. And and, and now your insurance company is going to work with the, uh, the, the body shop up in Ohio? Yes, yes. They'll work that out. It, the big thing is I'm probably going to have to leave it here and go home, of course, without it. And oh. then make a trip back up. To get it, so you know those things take time, yep. weeks they, usually to get parts, especially and, now, yeah. right? Especially now. Well, if you yeah. need to borrow a car, 
Um, just let Mike know, and he'll uh, he'll find a way to get you a car. Mike's looking at me like, Steve, what? what if, I don't have another car laying around. What are you committing me to? That's right. Thank you, Mike. You are so generous, man. Well, how about my truck? You want my truck? No, you don't want his truck. I promise you. A little. No, anyways. Uh, thank you, Father, for Donna. Thank you for yes. her leadership, Father. We we just praise you mm-hmm. that she's okay from that yes, thank from you, that Lord. accident. Lord, thank you for her leadership with the concert in Ohio and this upcoming week in, in Buffalo. Thank you for the way she's helped organize things and getting the word out about yes. Weekend of Hope. Father, we uh, we love you and we thank you that you've brought her to the ministry. Be with her now. She just deals with insurance companies and rental cars and, and the mm-hmm. extra travel and yeah. just take that stress and pressure off her, Lord. That's right. We lift her up to you now. Give In her Jesus' a favor. name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank, thank you, God. Donna. We appreciate you. See you soon. Bye. All right. Donna Shea. She's amazing. She came over from one of our partner churches, Covenant Church in Dallas, Texas, and she okay. oversaw their facilities. She helped oversee, actually, she oversaw like a $6 million project. Really? Yeah, the expansion oh of the my. church. So, you know, when I was going down there, because I was meeting with them, and, and I said, so what's your role in this project? She says, well, I'm overseeing it. I said, oh, okay. I said, and, and so who's the construction person that you're working with? She goes, well, Steve, that's, that's me. I go, so you're overseeing Overs- all oh, the contractors, right. subcontractors, they're, they're reporting to you. And she said, yeah. I said, oh, okay. And I can hear her saying, yeah, like, what's, yeah. what's the big deal? Yeah, <laughs> why, why why are you asking 16 questions, Steve? The answer is yes. Anyway, she's amazing. She Very really good. Is. Hey, I want to thank some of our radio stations that carry this broadcast called Hope Reigns every week, like uh, WQST in Forest, Mississippi, KBJQ in Bronson, Kansas, and also KBDO in Desark, Arkansas. Some of the uh, stations that carry us. Thank you so much. Wow. They're listening to you right now, Mike, in right Arkansas. Now. So when, when you're traveling, did anybody ever stop you and say, I know that voice? This week in Ohio. Really? Oh, yeah. my gosh, yes. The concert hadn't started. I literally was walking out of the bathroom. I was saying something. The guy grabbed my shoulder. He goes, Ho Prains. I listen to you every week. I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I'm Mike Fiala. He goes, no, you're not. <laughs> I said, you're right. I'm not Mike. Oh my, He's way better looking than that's me. Awesome. Anyways, that's yeah, awesome. So that happens once in a while. Mm. Hey, when we come back in a minute, though, we're going to be learning a little bit more about the efforts that 8 Days of Hope will be doing right before Christmas in Maui to help out families in the aftermath of the fires. Do you remember that? seems like six years ago. It was just a couple months ago. And these families are still waiting to see some hope. Well, 8 Days of Hope... We've uh, been praying through about how we can do that. We'll be talking to Dustin Sullivan, our rapid response manager, when we come back in just a minute. Thanks for joining us. My name is Steve, hanging out with my friend Mike. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our Mass Feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. 
That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. Got a lot in my past. Got a lot on my mind. There's a lot of things I want back. There's a lot of me I don't like. But I call just as I am to you. And I know just what you're gonna do. When I need grace, you give it wholehearted, give it wholehearted. I was amazed, but you never departed, never departed. Faithful when I'm at my worst. No, I don't care what I deserve, cause when I need grace, you give it wholehearted. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We are messengers singing wholehearted. And they'll be singing that song this Wednesday up here in upstate New York, where we record the show uh, right outside of Buffalo in a town called Getzville. Mike, I know you'll be there. Yes, I will. Now, when he came to Ohio last week, he flew in the night before from Ireland. Oh, my. He's moved his family back to Ireland. Really? Yes. And so next year, what he's announcing publicly, so I'm not sharing like, you know, confidential friend information, but they're going to uh, tour 17 weeks of the year. And the other 35 weeks, he and his wife are going to raise their kids. That's a good thing to Amen. do. Probably. Amen. Try that's to have the, balance. You know, it's well, tough, those yeah, artists. They're yeah. always going. Yeah, it's tough when you're on the road for how many how many weeks and you know months, and they add up, and it does take a toll on it, you sometimes. It does. It does. Hey, a guy that's been traveling for eight days of hope for a little bit, he hasn't been with us super long, but he's been down to Florida. He's been to New York. I know this. he's been to Ohio and elsewhere. Dustin Sullivan, our rapid response director. Dustin, how are you, my friend? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm great. How are y'all? We're doing well. Thank you for making some time. I know that you're busy and a lot going on, but, you know, we wanted to share with the listeners a little bit, you know, you and uh, one of our other uh, leaders, our volunteer leaders, went out to Maui after the fires and, you know, Eight Days Open raised some dollars and we wanted to find the churches that were really making a difference. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your trip to Maui and what you saw, not only the damage, but the churches that were making a difference and maybe then go down the path of some of the things that we did with them. Yeah, absolutely. So that was um, that was a devastation, what happened over in, in Maui and Lahaina, that wild, that fire, and it just destroyed so many homes and so many lives over there. It was just unthinkable, unimaginable what happened. Um, and initially, when we get set to deploy, Steve, we, we think of uh, chainsaws and tarpon roofs and, and stuff like that. But, of course, that was um, a little unrealistic due to the logistics of sure. being, you know, over in the Pacific. Um, so we, we had to get a little creative. And so we decided we would raise some funds to take over there to help the people of Bahania. And so Ricky Russell and myself went over there. Ricky's a volunteer leader of ours that lives in Kentucky. And uh, we flew over there and we identified several churches uh, that we thought could, um, could help the people over there, help their own people. And, and we uh, were able to contribute to their, to their ministries. 
Go ahead, Mike. Dustin, yeah, give us a, a, a snapshot, a picture of what you saw when you first got off the plane and your reaction. Mike, we got over there particularly early, uh, shortly after the fire happened. So everything was new. Um, you could still smell the, the smoke in there. Oh, wow. um, the, uh, the first responders were still there. They were, they were still trying to figure out how to contain the area how to block off the area they were putting um, fences up around the whole city. They were not allowing anybody into the city, um, including the residents that their homes were burned. And that was, that was just awful is, is the people they could not go and, and sift through their belongings to see if anything was left. Um, everyone was in need of help. Uh, there were, you know, lots of different ministries there helping, giving out supplies and stuff, but, but just a desperate need and cry of help at that time. It's so important too, Mike and Dustin, that you know, right after disaster happens, eight days old, we want to find the local church that has really opened up their doors and have found creative ways to provide food and shelter and some of the other things. I know I know, Dustin, when you went to some of the churches and some of the distribution centers, what types of things are handed out right after like a fire like that? Because their whole home is gone. I mean, the whole community is gone. So what, what things, was it Was it a simple cots and air mattresses and, and diapers, or was it way much more? Some of the greatest needs, needs at that time was, uh, was clothes um, and food and water. Mm. And uh, there were several churches that we met with and that were, that were taking in clothes and giving out clothes and food and water. Um, yeah, there, there were some cots and uh, that were being given out. But a, a lot of people were, were being put up by the government in, uh, in hotels and Airbnbs and stuff, and, and they were just scattered from here and there, and, mm. and there were multiple families staying in one home at that time. Um, but, but the churches were really impressive about how they were, they were coming together to, to help and, and serve that need. Mm. Mike, you know, after a disaster, and I know you've been to many disasters, Mike, the, the first five, mm-hmm. seven, ten days, yeah. it's it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it is, there's, you know, the, the, there's no structure yet. I mean, people need, what sure. Dustin just mentioned was the three things that basically need, right? Sure. Food, Food, water, and clothes. That's right. Right. And then shelter. I know there was it's temporary insane, shelters, yeah. you know, put together. I know the government, FEMA and others came together and came up with a plan to start offering so, but Mike, it, it is it is intense yeah. right afterwards. Well, I, and and Dustin, you said something. They they fenced off the city, yeah. so they couldn't get in there. Is there? Help me with that understanding. Understanding that was there. Well, sure. Did, yeah. Go ahead, um, Mike. So so of course, whenever people's belongings burn up, um, you know, my thought is their possessions, their their jewelry. Of course, they don't have time to get their jewelry and stuff right. out, and 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 cars and all this stuff that's ruined. And then you have looters that are going in oh, at nighttime and, and trying to sift through and steal stuff. And so uh, they were trying to contain the area and, and it was wild. They were putting up all of this fence around an entire town. And it was just uh, something that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, Mike, that's still in play, I know that another ministry that we, we sit at round tables with Samaritan's Purse, you know, they actually were trying to send some people in there to do sifting and sifting is where you pretty much take like a three by three uh, wood framed uh, okay. m- uh, metal mesh right. and you and sift you through sift 
the remains of, of their property to find half burnt pictures and maybe keepsakes or something that was given to them, you know, a cup that was given to them by their great grandmother just to try to help bring them some healing. But they weren't allowing it and they're still not allowing it because they're a little concerned about some of the toxins that will go up in the air as you start moving around that material. And so they're developing a master plan, but it does not look like anything in the very, very near oh future. Now, Dustin, did you meet some folks like standing up by the fence and, or anybody that did you run into the local folks and have interaction with them? I did. Um, one of the pastors that we met, his name was uh, Greg Delacruz. Um, and he was a pastor that was well known in the area. Everybody liked him. He was just a down to earth guy. Mm. And he was able to go back and forth into Lahanya and he was delivering water and stuff. And he had some stories, some remarkable stories to share. Um, there were people, there were lots of people that were missing initially and their loved ones could not find them, could not locate them. And he would go in and he would, people trusted him and people would come out of hiding and reveal themselves to him. And so he was able to do a lot of search and rescue missions in there, which is really remarkable. Mm -hmm. We're talking to Dustin Sullivan. He's a rapid response director with eight days of hope. Uh, Dustin, how long have you been a part of the team now? I know, I know sometimes I think it's been like, two years and it's probably been like eight months, but how long have you been a part of the team now? <laughs> I started in early June. There you go. Uh, Steve is when I came on staff. Okay. So since June, name some of the places you've been to and if it was disaster related or safe house related, just share a little bit about that. Sure. Yes, sir. So when I first started, uh, I'd been on, on the team for about three weeks and a tornado hit in Moss Point, Mississippi, which mm -hmm. is in South Mississippi near the coast. And we sent a heavy deployment team, which is made up of about a dozen um, uh, uh, long-term volunteers. And we responded down there for a week. Um, shortly after, we had the community event there in Buffalo, uh, which we do annually. I attended that. Um, and then, of course, the wildfire there in Maui, which I went to that as well uh, for a week with Ricky Russell. And then shortly after, we had uh, Hurricane Adelia hit mm -hmm. Uh, Florida and Georgia, and we responded for a couple of weeks in Perry, Florida. And uh, since then, I've been back to Buffalo for some training and uh, looking forward to some more trips in the near future. All that in five months, Mike. I mean, think about that. You know, this guy, he's like, okay, I'm ready. Lord, use me. And he's in Maui helping out churches, helping the community with the fires. And then right. he's in Florida with Hurricane mm -hmm. Adelia. Then it, you know he's with heavy equipment, operating heavy equipment in Moss Point, Mississippi. And that's what Eight Days Hope does. And I, we're not looking for a pat on the back. I'm just so thankful, Mike, that God has given us so many times Absolutely. to be a light to those yeah. who right now in the middle of, of chaos just see darkness. And, yeah. and Dustin and the team, they bring light. Well, Dustin, hats off to you for only being on staff for five, six months, and it's like you've been gone for five or six months. But <laughs> Shh, don't <get> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want his wife to start, you know, hey, where are you going again? No. Uh, <laughs> Dustin, looking forward in the future, what, what's one of the main goals that you have uh, to help that arm grow? Is there anything you and the staff of 8 Days Hope is praying through or thinking through to, to kind of pour into some of the volunteer leaders to help them to use their gifts to their fullest? Yes, sir. We would we would love to grow this ministry. We'd make love to make it larger. Uh, more volunteers, of course, helps uh, fill that fill that need. Um, I would really love to be able to deploy 
at more than one location at a time. Yeah. Back in, I think it was February, a tornado came through Mississippi and tore up two communities. Um, unfortunately, Eight Days of Hope was only able to serve one community at that time. But I would love to have two teams, <clears throat> two large deployments set up at the same time. And, uh, and I think we have the equipment or getting close to having the equipment to be able to do that. It's just a matter of getting the volunteers in place and the leaders in place, too. And, and we actually have done that. I mean, we were in three places at one time, I think three years ago, and it was a like a heavy equipment deployment to North Carolina, to North Carolina with the tornado. And, and I think we were down with some flooding and stuff. But it's all about people. We do have enough equipment. I do know that we have about $7 million of equipment now. Mike. Mm, amazing. Can you believe that? Amazing. Seven, shower trailers and laundry trailers and feeding equipment and Bobcats, we have a backhoe and, and mm-hmm. bucket trucks. And sure. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And we just need you. If you are interested in joining us and, you, and you've never been with us before, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Submit your email address when the, the pop-down box comes down, right? What do you call it? That? Not a pop-up. Pop-up. Pop-down. Yeah, yeah it, it comes, comes down. down. Right. Is that what you call it? Pop-down? Yeah, pop-down. Okay. When, pop when you see the Pop-Tart, <laughs> go ahead and put your email address in the Pop-Tart. No, the Pop-Down. And, and we will let you know wherever we go, and uh, we would love to have you come and serve with us. Dustin, I know that you, you're always looking for people that know how to operate chainsaws and heavy equipment, but there's something for the less skilled person as well on rapid response events. What's some of the things that someone like Mike and I who are less skilled could do? Absolutely. Well, there's something for everybody. Um, I mean, you think about the deployments. Yeah, the the chainsaw, the cutting the trees, that's the thing that comes to everybody's mind initially. That's the first thing that comes to your mind. But I mean, with all of those volunteers there, we have to eat, right? And so (laughs) we have to have somebody to uh, to prepare the meals for us. And so maybe a volunteer can help us in the kitchen. Uh, And of course, the facilities, the facilities, unfortunately, they they do get dirty with us going back and forth. So somebody has to stay around and, and sweep and take care of the, uh, of the facilities there, uh, the laundry trailer, that's always a need. And then of course they're on the site. Uh, not only do we need people cutting the trees, but somebody has got to pull the limbs back up to the street. And so we call those people pullers, but there's always things that, that the uh, less skilled people can, uh, can certainly help with. Uh, and I know Dustin, when you deploy for the first time and see flooding, that is another area. This, you know what we do, Mike. When if mm-hmm. say a, a a city, a community has two feet of water, okay, we go into the homes and we pop a line about a foot to eighteen inches above that flood line, and then we gut or muck out the house. You, the two different phrases are used, and the goal is to get everything wet out of the house before mold sets in. So that you know, so that is simple as. Uh, doing demo work. So, if, sure. you know, if you, if you want to get out some of your frustrations in, in the world. <laughs> we'll come give you a hammer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hammer in the morning. There Anyways, um, yeah, so so that is something. And I've seen 60 and 70-year-old women and, and less skilled people like Mike and I do that as well. You just literally gutting out or mucking sure. out a house, taking everything to the curb so we can then take that to the dump. And then very quickly setting up dehumidifiers and fans to dry it out before we um, we spray it to protect it from mold. So you're right, Dustin. There is a lot of different ways for people to get involved with the rapid response arm. Hey, we only have about two minutes left, Dustin. Um, Mike, you got anything else? 
No, you just d- defined who I am. I'm a puller. You're a, Mike's a puller. <laughs> I'm a puller. <laughs> so I can so. see right now when the when the the pop tart box drops down and you put your email address <laughs> and it says, "What are you good at?" Mike says, "I just pull things right. I pull, pull, pull things pull. in the road." <laughs> All right, Dustin. Um. 30-second commercial. Try to convince somebody why they should come and serve with 8 Days of Hope, our rapid response division. Yeah, so we have a great ministry in, in place now. We're very organized. We come in, and uh, we our, our goal is to bless the homeowner. And a lot of times we receive more of a blessing than the homeowner. I guarantee if you if you come out and you check us out and you serve alongside us, you'll be blessed, and, and uh, you'll receive something. And, and when you get ready to leave, Hopefully you'll take that fire, that, that, that light of the Holy Spirit back with you back home and, and other people will be able to see it there. Amen. I love that. Amen. And that was 31 right. seconds, man. Oh, you were, man. were you looking Spot at your watch? On. Were you looking at your watch? When, when I tell people they have 30 seconds, they really have 60, but I just protect our time, Mike. You know how that works, Mike. Uh, well, we're wrapping up. We got two minutes left. You look yeah. at the watch. There's eight minutes left because, uh, anyways, Dustin, thank you so much. Uh, I know that um, you've got a lot going on and, and, and I know you're getting, you know, you're still adjusting, right? You moved your family uh, from, from to Tupelo, Mississippi area and, Man, we, I tell you, we love you and Marley and, and, and yes. Sadie and Dean and just love mm-hmm. your kids and uh, so thankful for you guys. So, Mike, before we let him go, would sure. you would you pray for him and Marley, Absolutely. his wife and their two kids as well? Especially, they're transitioning to a whole new community, a new church. You know how that goes. Oh. Father, we thank you for Dustin and Marley and his, his fa- entire family, guys, and just the fact that they answered the call and they hit the dirt running with only five, six months, and they've been to all the events that they have, and he's praying for to it at the same time. It's amazing, Lord. But thank you for giving him grace, mercy. I know you'll give it to him. Bless his finances. Uh, just keep that family intact and love, worshiping you and, and praising you for the, this new adventure. And just work out all any details and wrinkles that might come their way. And we thank you for the blessing of the, their family serving at Eight Days of Hope. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dustin. Appreciate you, brother. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. God bless. Yeah, God bless you. Dustin mm-hmm. Sullivan, the rapid response director for Eight Days of Hope. He Amazing. was a banker, Mike. Yeah. He was. He I worked in the banking business. I saying that before, yeah. But he had gone on some trips, uh-huh. and he was so moved when he heard that the opportunity, that door had opened up. He was. Um, he put his name in the hat, and I'll here he you. is. How, how many times have we had folks on the show that are serving now or on staff that this was not what they were doing at all, you know. Mm. Uh, was it a police officer at one place? Well, Rat actually provided security for okay. um, a, yeah. high income people in the world, right. and That's and, what I was and, and now he's in charge of our equipment. Yeah, and uh, a ex military guy, yeah, yeah. A banker, then, right? Oh my goodness, it's just yeah. God's bringing some amazing people in Eight it. Days of Hope. I love yeah. it. I want to thank some of our national partners like New Point Community Church. That's actually where we had the concert last week in Dover, Ohio, last Wednesday. I want to thank Pastor Dwight Mason, the team out there. They've been with us since pretty much day one. And also WDCX in upstate New York. You know, we we uh, we take them for granted sometimes. Well, maybe we don't take it for granted. But this staff, the team, Solomon and, mm-hmm. and Neil and Zach and the whole team, Brett, they take care of us and, and they're amazing. And then the show is brought nationally by American Family Radio. So Excellent. give a shout out to some of those guys. So thankful uh, and ladies for, for all they do. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a letter today. You know, what's interesting is we get a lot of letters. Uh, we get letters from people who are in prison. Okay. And they listen. Mm. And when I read a letter and it's from an inmate and he's talking about how he met Jesus and, 
and how he listens every single week, Mike. Oh. That is so humbling to read it. Come on. You know, I, I got a letter. I'm holding it in my hand where someone's being released next year, and and they're and they're sharing how they want to get involved in ministry, and they want to, you know, kind of uh, learn a little bit from some of the things mm. that we've done. And man, oh man, I tell you, we're so thankful that you listen to Hope Reigns every week. And so if you're uh, incarcerated and 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 you are serving. Uh, we love you. Uh, we, you know, we're not here to sure. judge anybody. That's right. Um, just so thankful that you listen. And I pray if you don't know Jesus and you're listening today, uh, find someone uh, to talk about um, your beliefs. Right. And 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 uh, yeah. So yeah, that was humbling to read that today. Oh my my! You know, I saw you reading that, and I just I just know you enough to see the expression on yeah. your face. It's very. Yeah. It is very humbling. It is very thankful that God's reaching out to uh, folks. Next week, what you got going on? Next week, <clears throat> let's see. Well, the transition uh, up here in western New York from uh, uh, summer to uh, fall, and now we are entering into yeah. a, so, almost a winter thing. Yeah, here. so what happened? Fall was like three days, Mike. I know. It was crazy. like, I mean, it was so crazy. I walked out of the house. I was down south. I walked out of the house one day, you know, in a T-shirt, and my gosh, it snowed here October 31st. Sure. Sure. Well, I went from blowing leaves, and then the next day tuning up my snowblower. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, Crazy. but okay. anyway, praise the Lord. And you have a concert to go to. Absolutely, November eighth. Yep, yep, yep. At the chapel, go to wearemessengersmusic.com, benfullerofficial.com, kingdombound.org. Thank you, Kingdombound, as well for all they do. They're Absolutely. amazing. Donna Russo and the team—they're amazing, and they, and they always come alongside Eight Days of Hope. And mm-hmm. uh, put the word hope in the promo line, and you'll save ten dollars per ticket. We think there's going to be 16, 1,700 people there, Mike. Really? Yeah, it's going to be oh, a party. my. Get ready. I am looking forward to it. I yes. need a party right now. Let's let's go have a party. <laughs> let's get ready. Let's get All ready. Right. Let's go. Uh, hey, I wanted to say thank you to Provia. Provia makes building materials. They're one of our national partners. They're based in Ohio. And, Mike, check this out. They heard about the concert, and they said, we want as many of our employees. They have like 2,200 employees. Really? So they went out, they bought 200 tickets and made it available to their employees. Oh, my, my. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun watching people that I used to work with. That's where I used to work. you did, yeah. Jumping up and down. I saw my old boss. Well, he's not old. Um, My boss, President Brian Miller, him and his wife, Mm -hmm. they they were a little Pentecostal in them that night. Yeah, I got got to send them the video, and I'm not going to use it as blackmail, Brian, if you're listening, but (laughs) Brian, he was moving a little bit. Yeah, it it was fun. It's going to be a great concert. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It is going to be good. Hey, Weekend of Hope is down in Tupelo, Mississippi, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Our first ever gala uh, will be happening Friday night. Uh, very, very, very limited seats uh, for that. Uh, pretty much uh, invite only. I'm sorry. We just want to share a little bit with some of the, the churches up in Northeast Mississippi what God is doing through Eight Days of Hope. December 2nd is really the day that the public, everyone can come. So from 11 to 2 at our national headquarters, it's based in Pontotoc. You can come down, tour the facility, look at the equipment, touch a truck, put your grandkids up in a bucket truck and take them 30 feet in the air um, after you sign the waiver. And um, (laughs) we're going to feed you real good, and you're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to give away some gifts. And that night, Ben Fuller's putting on a free concert. Get your tickets today at 8dayshope.com. Reserve your tickets. There are some left, but Ben's going to put on a full set with the band. We're excited about that as well. Get a lot ch- going on that weekend. Yeah, and you get a chance to hear his new release. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he's mm. got some good new music out. Yeah. And so does Darren. Darren and uh, Darren right. Mulligan, We Are Messengers. Right. They came out with some Glory to God, I think it's called, but boy, oh gosh, 
They're mm-hmm. they're um yeah, he's so much fun. He really is. He's only about yay big, you know. <laughs> yay is. big for those that can't see Steve's hand. He's about three foot high. Well, no, it'll be nice now, Darren. If you're listening, no, dude. But he's got muscles. He's okay. smart. Okay, you know. you're redeeming yeah, yourself. I, I, I'm only kidding. Anyways, hey, thanks for joining us today. Um, we are so thankful for the listeners that tune in every week. Um, my name is Steve Tiber. Been hanging out with Mike Fiel. I want to thank our guest Donna Shea and Dustin Sullivan. Um, appreciate them so much. Continue to pray for the ministry. Donate. Go online at 8dayshope.com or mail a check to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 3803. Address is on our website, Facebook page. And pray for the team as they head back to Maui. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.